0: You're listening, listening to, so Bible, to Bible Plus, Bible Plus. from Seesaw. Seesaw. Bible Plus is a podcast featuring short, daily discussions of every chapter in the New Testament. Bible Plus is designed to increase Bible reading, understanding, and enjoyment. Get more out of the Bible. Hey everyone, welcome back to Bible Plus podcast. Today we're on Matthew 15 and we're following along Jesus as he's ministering as he's traveling healing um, yesterday we saw the feeding of 5,000 and the walking on the sea and he's come to land at a place called Gennesaret and the Pharisees are still bothering him they're troubling him and so this chapter begins with them coming up and troubling him about not washing your hands before you eat so this is their tradition and they're asking Jesus in verse two, why are your disciples transgressing the tradition of the elders? They're not washing their hands when they, and Jesus, Jesus turns this and says to them, why are you transgressing the commandment of God by your tradition? And then he gives them the example of one of their traditions is to tell your parents, I'm no longer going to care for you or support you. I'll, it will be as if it was an offering to god and by doing that the tradition of the jews was that the parents would no longer receive support and care from their from their children so this was a big violation of the fifth fifth commandment and jesus is telling the pharisees here you are trusting in your traditions your religious observances your rituals and their worthless it's hypocritical uh, it's vain worship it's uh, it's like a blind person leading a blind person around that both of them are going to fall in a pit and so jesus is pointing out what he cares for is the commandments in the word of god and when you care for the traditions of men as opposed to the commandments you might take care of something that's seemingly important, but actually in God's eyes is not important at all. Washing your hands before you eat was so important to the Pharisees, but Jesus pointed out that that is not important at all in his kingdom. It's not what goes into your heart, into your mouth that defiles you, but it's what comes out of your mouth that defiles you. Not what goes in, but what comes out. And he says what what comes out are all the the breaking of the commandments, murder, adultery, thieving, bearing false witness, not honoring your parents. This is what comes out of us, and we should care for these things, the genuine, genuine condition, rather than just the hypocritical, vain um, observances of religion. So Jesus' standard is so high. It's the moral standard, not the religious traditional standard and the pharisees they couldn't they couldn't keep the ten commandments that was implicit in his word to them that they were that they were blinded by their traditions and they became like blind guides leading blind people both fall into a pit the pit of condemnation and so this this is jesus again bucking the system the jews the Pharisees are very upset with him, and so he is continually in conflict with, him, with them, but this, this conflict allows him to reveal himself, reveal the truth concerning cleanness. It's not what goes into your mouth, it's what comes out of your mouth. It's not keeping a vain, empty observance, but it's what truly is in your heart that pleases God. And so then Jesus goes away from this area to Tyre and Sidon. This is in verse 21. And this is a Gentile area. And he's gone there because of the Jews rejecting him, because of the trouble that they're causing for him. And his disciples follow them, follow him. And this provides something, something to the Gentiles. It provides an opportunity to them to meet the heavenly king. This is such good news. Jesus leaving the Jewish homeland and going to the parts of Tyre and Sidon, the outskirts of the Jewish lands, the Gentile region, allowed a weak Gentile woman the opportunity to meet the heavenly king. And we are the Gentiles represented by this woman here. And she comes up to him and says, have mercy on me. My daughter suffers terribly from demon possession, and she calls him the Lord, and she calls him the son of David. Even though she's a Gentile, she calls him this Jewish title, but he, it's very striking, he doesn't answer her, not a word. He doesn't answer a single word, and so the disciples come up on her behalf, and they implore the Lord, do something, send her away, she's bothering us, and he says to them, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And so he's pointing out, I'm not, I'm not sent directly to the Gentiles. I'm sent to the Jews. But this story shows that actually he had been rejected by the Jews and now had gone into a Gentile region to allow a Gentile woman to contact him in faith and be healed. So that's the incredible twist to this story and it's this theme that Jesus's rejection causes his turn to the gentiles who receive him by faith so then she comes up and says lord help me and then he answers her and says it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs and she she's not stumbled by this what he said to her is i'm the bread for the little children that's a great revelation in and of itself but he's also said you are not a little child in my eyes in god's eyes the heathen are gent- the, the heathen are unclean dogs dogs under the table not fit for the the bread of life which i am so first of all it's just incredible that jesus reveals himself as the bread that we need and you know he's the heavenly king in the book of matthew but this this revelation here in chapter 15 shows us that he rules us by feeding us He rules by feeding his people, and that implies that the only way that we can be proper people in the kingdom is by being nourished by Christ as our food. So we want to take today to receive him as our spiritual food to live under his heavenly ruling. Now, it's incredible because the Gentile woman is not stumbled by being called a little dog. She says, okay, yes, I'm a dog under the table, but you are a crumb. Fallen from the table, I'm a dog, but you're a crumb. you've been rejected by the Jews, you're in my city for me to contact you, and it's like you were the bread for the little children, but they cast you off the table, and now you're just a broken crumb on the ground, and I can contact you and be saved by you and so he admires her realization, he admires her faith, he says, O oh woman, great is your faith. Be it done to you as you wish' And her daughter is healed from that hour. And so th- this is the incredible, probably highlight of this chapter that we as the Gentiles can contact Christ because the Jews rejected him. When he come to us, we can exercise our faith to receive him as our nourishing, life-supplying bread of life. Then there's another miracle at the end of this chapter about feeding. Again, they've had a they've had a miracle of feeding just last chapter, and there's four thousand gathered who followed Jesus and they have no food. And Jesus is concerned, and again it's like he tests the disciples. And the disciples they don't they don't understand, they don't pass the test, they don't remember that wherever Jesus is, heavenly provision is there. Wherever Jesus is, our needs are met. And so they begin asking, where can we get so many loaves in this desolate place to satisfy so great a crowd? And I love Jesus' answer. He says, how many loaves do you have? How many loaves do you have? And they checked and they said, we have seven and a few small fish. So he commands the crowd recline on the ground. He takes what they have. He blesses it, breaks it and multiplies it. And that feeds the whole crowd. And they take up seven baskets, large baskets full of leftovers and they fed four thousand men. And so what this principle, what this shows us in principle is that Jesus will use what little we have. He wants to use what we have. He will take it, break it, and bless it to satisfy others. And it will be an overflowing blessing for others.